Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guests and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired audience. Today, I'm here with one of our relatively new artists here at Studio B, and I'm going to let him introduce himself, and I've got some questions, and you'll want to come into the studio to see the art that he brought in for our December show called Brilliance. Take it away. Uh, good afternoon. My name is Jason Moss. Uh, I go by the Indigo Experience uh, on Instagram. Uh, so if you want to check me out, that's how you can find me. I am an abstracted intuitive artist and a fashion designer and, yeah, just all around creative. <laughs> Very good. Well, the pieces you brought in today are fascinating. Thank you. In their presentation, and when you were sharing something about your work with Sue, I was immediately taken by the concept that you want to communicate. Tell us about that. So my art is driven by um, emotion, and I'm sure all all artists will say the same thing. Um, I don't go into a piece with a specific um, target goal or intention. I simply um, work with the medium and and allow my emotions to direct it. Um, And this piece um, is is really representative of where I am right now in my personal journey. I'm working through a lot of um, what's called shadow work, a lot of self work, um, a lot of introspective work. And this piece is representative of that. It's that journey that we take as we're doing the, the work to uh, improve ourselves and to become the best version of ourselves. And so the shadow part, as I understand it, are things about ourselves that we need to kind of unearth. Correct. Is correct. that correct? Correct. The things that a lot of us are afraid to look at. Okay. The things in the dark places. All right. Now, I don't know if you want to talk about your own shadows, but some of those that you are aware of. Well, I mean, I am a um, recovering addict of 16 years, 15 years. Um, I, <laughs> we, the, list, the list could go on. Um, <laughs> but, you know, pretty much we all, um, through life, through childhood, through growing up, um, accumulate trauma. Uh, okay. And... Most oftentimes, not often, all of these times, the trauma is um, a trickle-down effect. If you can, real quick, I use the analogy of a bucket, okay? Um, and all of us have a bucket. Okay. And the bucket is what we, is, is what we hold um, uh, our love, our compassion, our joy, all the emotions in, okay? Okay. That's, that's the bucket. But the bucket isn't empty. It has some cement in it. And okay. that cement is the trauma that's been pulled in by other people. Okay. 
and everybody has a little bit of trauma because everybody has buckets of cement that have been poured in from other people and other people and other people and other people. When you do the shadow work, you're chipping away at that cement. Wow. You're, you're getting rid of that. Cement is tough. Cement is tough. And so that shadow work, that work, that work is tough. It's hard. It's painful. It's messy. It's scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's why that piece is, is very dark because that's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's messy, dark, scary work, you know? Mm -hmm. But the more you can chip away at that, the cement in that bucket, it allows more space for you to have love and compassion and okay. empathy and all those things that we want in our lives and all those things that make us the person that we want to be in our lives and have the relationships we want to have and interact with the people the way we want to have. But you got to get rid of that cement so you can have more love in there. That's fascinating. Now, talk to me about the piece of art that shows that, about that, that, that demonstrates. For example, Which the one I dropped yes, off today. Yes, yes. Well, the bigger piece, the, the bigger piece is, yep. is the one that 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 really demonstrates that because um, the there's it's 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 muddy, it's really not clear. There's a lot going on. I use acrylics and pastels, so it gave that dustiness to it. Um, and the the canvas, it was made on an unstressed canvas, stretched canvas, and then when I put it on the stretchers, I didn't put it straight. There's a gap at the top. There's actually a rip in the canvas from when, it was, when I was putting it on, it ripped and I let it go because this is representative of what happens. We rip and we tear and we break through life. And you know, too often times we want to cover that up. No, I want, I want that to be exposed. Um, so yeah, all of that is, is, is represented in, in that piece. And then the smaller piece. And then the smaller piece it's um, another part of the, the original canvas because it's a part of us. This is the work you go through, right? So when you start to get away, um, to chip away and get rid of, of, of a lot of the excess, you have a small kernel of that true, genuine, loving, kind, caring person in there that you get to rebuild and start and grow into the bigger person that we want to become. Awesome, awesome. So much of our trauma is based on fear. It's all, yes, yes, yes. Fear of what? Um, being abandoned, uh, being rejected. Uh, not being enough, you know, not, oh, not, I mean, as yeah. an artist, that's what, we, that's what we, we deal with on a daily basis is why am I, why am I even creating art? Um, I, like I said, I, I design clothes and my clothing line is called Trash Art just for that very reason. It's, it's a, a metaphor on my own um, um, self-doubt of my worth as an artist is like, what am I doing this for? It's just trash. So I call my, my clothing line trash art. Where do you sell? Uh, I sell online. I just did a pop-up in New York. Um, so yeah, everything I do is, is very bespoke, is very one of a kind. Um, you will not see another person wearing the piece that you purchase. Um, it's extremely, uh, everything is hand done, hand painted, hand sewn. So yeah. Very good. Now you have a studio where? Uh, my studio is my home. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I literally live my art. I, I'm very fortunate to be able to go to bed and wake up surrounded by my art. And um, you wake up each morning and decide... What I'm going to play with or what, how I'm going to create, whether it be, you know, with canvas or, or fabric or I've been experimenting with furniture lately. So um, I'm very fortunate, very blessed and very grateful to live a life where I can just be creative full time. Fantastic. Now, are you originally from the Reading area? Uh, Pottstown, Pennsylvania, yes. Are you from Pottstown? Yes, yes. Very good. Very good. Very good. And you get to New York. Tell us about New York. Um, how is it? How do you get up there? I'm well, sure a lot of artists would like to know. <laughs> so, you know, it, 
that journey is, is like everything else in my life. I've, I've been that person that I set a goal and then I figure out how to attain that goal. Okay. Um, and you know, one of my goals was to get into galleries. So I would just knock on doors, literally knock on doors, walk in gallery after gallery after gallery. And eventually somebody says, yes, and put your work in. Same thing with New York. Um, the pop-up I did this past weekend, um, it's a great gallery called Kente Royale Gallery in Harlem. And um, when I first started doing this, um, this gallery was on the top of my list of galleries I wanted to visit when I went to New York. So long story short, you know, I go to New York probably two or three times a month. First stop I make is at Kente Royale Gallery. The, the curator's name is Doji. He's a wonderful gentleman from Uganda. I stop in, show my face. How are you doing? See your stuff on Instagram. Love to do some work here. And just kept coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. And now I'm doing a pop-up and I'm going to be doing a joint show with him in, in May. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it, it's about what you want. And if, if you want something and you're willing to work for it, you know, that's, 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 just got to put that work in. I came to hang out back here. Very good. How are you? Welcome to, to uh, our Be Inspired podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're here talking Did with... You... Oh, I'm sorry. It's I... okay. Am I interrupting something? It's all right. Well, I apologize. Oh, I'll get you next if you come again. <laughs> it's live. It's always live. It's a beautiful thing. We were just visited by Yop Van Leer, who is one of Studio B's uh, most generous, generous patrons. Nice. And nice. Yop helped uh, a friend of his, Carolyn Ryder, put together this prison art show. Very cool. But Which I heard so, was very successful. It's so funny because if I invited Yop to come back here and talk with me, he would refuse. So <laughs> I love it that we caught him briefly. Anyway, we were, let's see, we were talking about how how determined you need to be in right. order to right. get right. in the galleries that you right. want I mean, to do. So here, and I talk to a lot of artists and, and everyone has their own opinion about this, um, you know, and some people are more passive than others with this and that's fine. Yes. But my, my thing is this, um, I create every day because I have no choice. Mm -hmm. That's what I need. That's what I have. That's what I'm a creative. So I must create every day. Um, where, regardless if I was getting paid for it or not, I would create in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. um, that's just fact of life. I've always been creative. You know, I've been a chef. I've been this. I've been a musician. I've written. I wrote. I have a cookbook out that I wrote myself. So I've always been creative and will be creative and continue to be creative. That's just who I am as a person. Having said that, the bills need to be paid. The lights need to be kept on. I have a choice. I can work nine to five and then try to find some time to be creative on the side, mm -hmm. or I can live the life I want, be creative as I want, as much as I want, and just bust my behind to find ways that I can make that financially That you can beneficial. monetize Correct. your art. Correct. Correct. Now, back, I was a high school teacher. Mm -hmm. Back when you were in high school, did you know you would be where you are today? Um, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, that's eventually, I wanted to be a chef and I did that for 25 years. Um, I didn't, I thought I was going to do something with writing because I wrote a lot back then, a lot more, but and then I ended up writing a book. So I did that. 
Um, it's, it's funny because um, one of the things I'm working through now is um, I was raised in a very conservative household. Okay. And a lot of the things artistically that I do now, I did then as far as the clothing and, and the, 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 the designs and things I did, but they weren't really embraced because they did not fit into Cute. that conservative of paradigm. Of course. So um, it took me a while. And you had to come to terms with Correct. that cognitive dissonance, as it were. Correct. You know, Correct. who should I be? Correct. Correct. You know, whom should I please? Correct. And that's more, that's more of it. And it was more of whom should I please. And then once I realized that this is who I am and what I do, and it's, it's interesting because I did a piece recently called um, um, Finding Out. And it was representative of just that, finding out who we are. Because I, I remember saying to someone recently, you know, because I'm going through some personal stuff, and it's like, you know, I can't wait to feel like myself again. And I'm thinking, huh, wow. I don't even remember what that feels like. Yeah. And a lot of us forget what that feels like to feel like ourselves. You say you're a writer. We have published here at Studio B, I don't know if you're aware, um, eight books okay. of poetry and prose. Nice, nice. So before you leave today, I'm going to give you the call to writers for our next book. Okay. And the theme for the next book is called Transforming Moments. So my guess is you'll be able to tell me that moment where you decided, okay, this is who I am, not necessarily who I was I think that, raised to be. I think that is more of an evolutionary thing. My turning moments have been um, October 1st, 2006, when unbeknownst to me is the night I took my last drink. Um, and I also rolled my car and totaled it on Route 100 going the wrong way. Um, and then subsequently went into rehab three days after that. So that was a turning point. That was one of the main turning points in my life where I, one life came to an end, fortunately without harm Actually, to anyone, yeah. you know, yeah. and a new life started. And that life has taken 15 years in evolution of because, course. you know, I've been sober for 15 years, but it's only been the last three or four years that I've worked on my soul sobriety, where I'm like finding out what holes I was trying to fill with my addiction. I'm trying to find out what really happened, why I did what I did, and now let's fix that stuff. Can you share any of those? Yeah, well, you know, when I always say that people don't, people are addicted to a substance, but the substance isn't what the addiction is. You know what I mean? It's, it's, we're, that's something our brain latches on to, to, to feel better. To, to, mm -hmm. to mend a hole. Yep. Shopping, sex, this, yep. that, and the third. Yep. You know what I mean? I always say that people, you can get addicted to walking down the left side of the street. Exactly. Um, so, you know, we're all addicted to something. Correct. We correct. really are. We are. We are. I mean, for the longest time, for seven years, I, my addiction went from from alcohol and drugs to fitness and nutrition. Yes. I mean, I was a competitive athlete. I was doing well, but that was I was addicted to it. You know yep. what I mean? I was I was still filling those holes with something other than myself. And now, you know, and even just really recently, mm -hmm. just even really recently, 
you know, you think you've made progress and then you get smacked in the face with a situation that just shows you where you really are that makes you even step back even more. You know what I mean? And I think I'm at the point now where I need to recognize how my actions really affect other people, even though I think that I'm doing the right thing, even though I think that I'm doing, saying the right words, that my actions really have weight. You know what I mean? And I've recently been given an opportunity, rather painfully, but given an opportunity to, to see that from the other side. You know what I mean? Right. I was able to experience how it feels from the other side. And I was given the clarity, clarity enough to like, okay, that's what that feels like? Yeah. Yeah. We need to we need to dig down. You know what I mean? So And that was a whole other chipping of that. That was a whole cement. other chipping of the cement. So not only did it require me to make some amends, it also required me to figure out why I was behaving that way and why I was doing those things, even though on the surface mm-hmm. I wasn't really doing anything wrong. Right. But it was still yeah. It still affected people, people in a way yes, that you yes, didn't see as yes, terribly helpful right, or healthy. healthy. Right. And you can't live a healthy life if you're contributing to someone else's exactly, unhealthy life. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you said you went to rehab. Yes. Rehab focused on 12 steps? Yes, it was a 12-step based re- uh, rehab, yes. Do you still adhere to those I do. That's not I, the no, right no, no, way you're, to no, express but I, it. I, I understand what you're saying. Yes, I do fall back on that. Um, do I go to meetings? No. Um, I'll pop in every once in a while. Um, hey, meetings. Meetings? You and I are having a meeting. Yeah, no, correct. And I, one of my, Is that right? my, my, my manager and very close friend um, of, of eight years is also in recovery. And we always say that every time we get together, that's, it's our, a own, meeting. that's our own meeting. Absolutely. Um, so, and you talked about amends. Right. And you're still doing right. that. And you're and still I, taking a moral inventory. And Right. And, right? and not only that, I... I I'm very um, active with other people of recovery. I'm very open about my recovery. I love I talk people about in recovery. It. I talk about it all the time. I, I mentioned mm-hmm. it in my book. I even, you know, I mentioned it several times in my book. Part of the reason I wrote the book was to help people not only in the restaurant industry, but people elsewhere who are struggling with addiction. You know, I think when, when you take that cloak of, of, of shame off of it. The stigma. You know I mean? The stigma of shame off yep. of it. And hey, listen, you know, yes, addiction is a disease. I'm not saying it's an excuse. It's yep. a disease like diabetes is a disease. So, yes, it's a disease, but if you don't eat correctly, you're going to lose your foot. Yep. Okay? So yep. you have to be responsible, yep. even though an addiction is a disease, yep. but you still have to, you're still responsible for, for what you do and what you don't do. Right. And again, just to go back to this point, I mean, we are all in dis-ease. Correct. And so when we figure out what it is that brings us peace, brings us serenity. You know, once we've chipped away all that cement. Right, and that's, and that's the thing. A lot of us don't really chip away at it as a superficial. We're superficially exactly. happy. We're superficially at peace. We're, su- you know, and, and that's fine. Like, listen, everybody hey, travels It's an evolution. Road. Everybody travels the road the Absolutely. way they travel it. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I'm just trying to make, I'm trying to heal a, as much as I can of myself in this existence so hopefully the next time around there you go the next version is ahead of the game a little bit so honestly jason we have to get together more often and discuss some of these deep issues because you live 
where I live. And I just love talking to people thank you, thank you. who understand. Thank you for having anyway, me. Anyway, thank you for joining us today on the Be Inspired podcast. And thank you so much for being such an active part of Studio B. We really appreciate what you bring to us. We really appreciate all the work you show on the Studio B virtual exhibit it's very group important. page. It's very important as, as us artists. And, that, mm -hmm. and there's amazing, wonderful artists on that page. I, I really try to interact and like as many things That's I great. see that comes through on my, on That's my great. feed. But um, it's very important as artists for us to support each other very and good. To, to show love to very each good. other. Thanks so much once again. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you, what the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired. <laughs>